The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to Luke chapter number 10. We'll finish our thoughts concerning Martha and Mary, and this will lead us into Luke 11 verse 1, where we'll take up our next thought concerning the pursuit of prayer. First a word of prayer, Luke chapter 10. Father, thank you for the time now to preach your word. I pray you would give thy word free course in the hearts of men, and in the homes of men. Change lives for Jesus' sake and for eternity. Help us now to help all who listen. Use us for thy glory, and may the Holy Ghost have free reign in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In Luke chapter 10, we saw last week together Jesus Christ entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Of course, this was a well-known place to Jesus Christ our Lord, and friends and intimates of his were Martha and Mary and Lazarus. While in their home, Martha began to serve, having been seated at Jesus' feet, but Mary continued, yea, she stayed, she lingered, and she sat at Jesus' feet to the point where Martha was cumbered about, spoke to the Lord, and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And so Martha made a statement, and Jesus gives an answer. And we'll pick up now in verse 41 with a word to Martha. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled 
about many things. Now Martha was distracted. She was cumbered about. She had gotten her mind and heart and eyes off the Lord. To be cumbered is to be dragged all around. Her much serving was dragging her here, dragging her there, and then back over here, back over there, and so on. Her service then had become a distraction. It was no longer a part of her devotion for the Lord. She was majoring on service and not on the Savior. Some men, yea, some women no doubt as well, make a God out of the ministry rather than letting the ministry be an avenue of worship and service for the Lord. So Martha was distracted. She was cumbered about. But Martha was doubtful. She said back in verse 40, Lord, dost thou not care? She doubted if Jesus cared or not that she was serving all alone. She was distracted and doubtful and disheartened. She said that my sister hath left me to serve alone. She started looking around and lost heart when she took her eyes off the master and put them on to Mary. It's a bad day when the servants of God begin to look at the other servants of God, get their eyes off the Lord, and begin to compare and contrast themselves one with another. This leads to pride, or it leads to discouragement and disheartening. So if you're serving people, you're not going to make it, brother. You must serve the Lord and keep your eyes on Jesus. Who's the Mary in your life that has gotten your attention away from the Lord Jesus Christ? She was distracted and doubtful and disheartened, but she was demanding. She said, Lord, bid her. Martha feels that Jesus is the key to Mary's help. In other words, Martha had something she wanted, and she was going to even use Jesus to get it. She said, Lord, bid her. I mean, she told Jesus Christ what he should have been saying and doing. She was demanding. But finally, she was distressed. Jesus said, Martha, you are careful and troubled. This means she was full of anxious care, full of concern. She was too busy and so busy that instead of being blessed by the grace and presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, she said, I just can't get it all done. I'm all alone. I'm serving. No one cares. No one's serving Jesus but me. She's distressed. She speaks out of turn. And she's mildly rebuked by the Lord as he reveals to her the true condition of her heart. What's the condition of your heart today, brother, sister? Are you cumbered about? Are you careful and troubled? Are you distressed, disheartened, doubtful, distracted to the point where you are demanding things of God that are not yours to demand? Are you in need of this word? This answer of Jesus to Martha. What about the word for Mary? Verse 42, he said, Mary have chosen that 
good part. So the word for Mary was this. One thing is needful. Mary had an interest in the word of the Lord. She sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But then Mary had an interest, yea, and an investment in the worship of the Lord. One thing is needful. Martha's many things of service and her activity were necessary and they were right. But truly, Mary's one thing of sitting and staying at Jesus' feet to hear his word is what's needful and puts everything else into its proper place and perspective. What good is our service if our hearts have not been busied in the worship of our Lord and thus warmed and fired and influenced by his holy presence? But then there is not only the word of the Lord for Mary, the worship of the Lord for Mary, but there is the wealth of the Lord for Mary. She hath chosen that good part. Wealth from God, it does involve our choice. I'm not speaking about a health and wealth, name it and claim it. I'm talking about the spiritual and unsearchable riches of Christ that if you'll choose to sit at his feet, and if you'll choose to stay at his feet, and if you'll choose to linger in his presence, in the word and in worship, then the very wealth of Christ will fill your soul and charge your spirit and revive your life and set you on fire and give you the blessing of the Lord. But then we see not only the word, the worship and wealth, but the welcome of our Lord. Jesus Christ said of her, this good part that she has chosen, it shall not be taken away from her. The Lord refused to do what Martha bid him do. He would not tell Mary to get up and get busy. He allowed Mary to stay at his feet. And this gives us the way of the Lord. God wants your service. He wants your activity. But first, he wants you to sit down at his feet in humble reverence and holy worship and grateful adoration. It's in for worship, out for witness. It's in for orders and out for obedience. Those everyday moments of life in Luke 10, we should spend them at the feet of Jesus, listening and lingering in his presence. Now, if you just read right through the text, Luke 10, right into Luke chapter 11, you'll notice that he goes from speaking of Martha and Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus to those disciples who were gathered about the Lord Jesus. Notice Luke 11, verse 1, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. The point we want to begin with, having set the stage with Martha and Mary, the pursuit of prayer. Are you pursuing prayer in your life? Does prayer even have a place in your life? Do you have a prayer life? Do you have a life of prayer? Prayer is so key in the Christian life. 
Oh, for us to be people of prayer. These disciples watched the Lord Jesus pray, but it was only one of them. The Bible mentions one of his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. Perhaps more did speak out. The Bible is very clear here. But why was it not said by all the disciples? Lord, teach us to pray. Prayer is a rewarding work, but prayer is a rigorous work. Prayer is a great place, but prayer is a grave or serious place. Your sins will be dealt with in the prayer closet. Your frustrations, your faults, your failures, God will lay you bare before himself. Oh, brother, oh, sister, let me urge you in the pursuit of prayer. Let your heart's cry be this week, Lord, teach us to pray. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.